0: Hi, I'm Dr. Allen of Jones Animal Hospital, and this is your weekly pause. Today's episode is going to be about diseases we see in dogs that are often signaled by changes in urination or thirst in our pets. And there are several of these that are very common a urinary tract infection. And everybody is pretty much familiar that dogs, as well as people, get infections of the urinary tract. And they'll come in and say, hey, I'm afraid my dog has a urinary tract infection. So there's some things that you can notice ahead of time, which will really help your veterinarian to to have an idea if that's something they need to pursue or not. Very typically, if a pet has a urinary tract infection, they're urinating small amounts frequently. Sometimes the urine will be thick, almost like it has pus in it. Sometimes the urine will be gritty, especially if there's bladder stones and things like those. Very often, the urine will have some blood in it or have an abnormal color. Those kind of observations can be very, very helpful to your veterinarian. Small amounts frequently, blood, pus, straining to urinate, all those are, are symptoms we see in our pets of a, a lower urinary tract infection or a bladder infection. Contrast that to a dog that may be having diabetes. They're urinating more than usual, but the distinction here is they're not urinating small amounts frequently. They're urinating much larger volumes of urine. The urine, if they have accents in the house, you go to clean it up, it may seem sticky, which is kind of common with diabetics because they're spilling a lot of glucose in the urine. And you'll always recognize an increased thirst and not just, I think they may be drinking a little bit more, but wow, I, I can't keep water in the bowl. They're drinking huge amounts. Dogs never have a true increase in volume of urine being produced without an increase in thirst. Likewise, dogs never have a true increase in thirst without a true, accurate, actual increase in the volume of urine being produced. So having a good idea about what the volume of urine is, their volume of urine they're producing, and the amount of water they're drinking is very helpful just right off the bat to help the veterinarian know which way should I go with this. You know, are we looking more for urinary tract infections or more towards some systemic disease such as diabetes? Kidney disease also is very often presented as they're drinking more and urinating more. And many times people think, well, they can't have kidney problems because they're still producing plenty of urine. But what will often be going on is as the kidneys are less effective at doing what they're supposed to do, they can't concentrate urine like they should. So as the kidneys filter your blood, they just produce lots and lots of urine because they can't concentrate it. So then they're having to drink more because they're producing more urine. So that can actually be a sign of early kidney disease. Another disease we see fairly often is Cushing's disease. Cushing's disease is a problem with the adrenal glands producing too much cortisol. So with that excessive amount of cortisol in their bloodstream, they're producing more urine and they're drinking more, often very dilute, watery-looking urine. And then because they're producing so much urine, they're drinking a lot more water to make up for it. So knowing the character of the urine, whether it's clear or concentrated, bloody or pus-looking or gritty, having an idea about what volume of urine they're producing, whether it's the increased amount, decreased amount, or about the usual amount, having an idea of how much they're drinking, whether they're drinking more or less or about the same as usual, all those are very, very helpful things to your veterinarian. They will, your veterinarian will want to do a urinalysis to look for signs of infection in the urine, to look for signs of increased amounts of glucose or protein in the urine, to look for bacteria, to look for crystals. All those can give them a lot of information about whether we have lower urinary tract disease or kidney disease or some other disease, such as diabetes or Cushing's disease. Your veterinarian will also want to get some basic blood work. If they're worried about diabetes, they'll want to know what the blood sugar is. Very often, diabetic pets will have blood sugars 3, 4, 500 range, normal range being usually less than 150. They'll want to look at the kidney values, specifically the BUN, the creatinine, the phosphorus, another one called the SDMA, but blood work to look at kidney function. They also can get some clues about Cushing's disease from the basic blood work. But to diagnose Cushing's disease, which is the problem with the adrenal glands, to diagnose that more specifically, there has to be a special test done called a low-dose dexamethasone suppression test. And But your veterinarian will explain all these things to you, and it's a process. You know, a good physical exam, a good medical history. Again, you being prepared with a good history coming in. Basic work with a urinalysis. And the basic blood work and it keeps getting you closer and closer to an accurate diagnosis of what's truly causing the, the urinary tract problems that the owner has come in for sometimes we'll need special imaging if we're worried about bladder stones x-rays or an ultrasound of the bladder can help if we're worried about a mass being in the bladder and occasionally dogs will have bladder tumors um, an ultrasound gives a lot of information about that sometimes dogs will have kidney stones And looking at the kidneys with an ultrasound can be helpful in diagnosing those. Also, sometimes dogs will have primary kidney disease. The blood work is the primary way you find out about that. But an an ultrasound image of the kidneys can also be very helpful in pointing us in what direction we need to go as far as treating the problem. So putting all these different things together helps your veterinarian to assess the situation, make an accurate diagnosis, and then come up with an appropriate plan to treat your pet's specific problems. So having a good history, a good physical examination, basic blood work, some imaging studies, those things all work together to help your veterinarian to know what's going on and to provide the best possible care for your pet. I'm Dr. Allen. Tune in next week, same time, same place, for your next weekly pause.